everyone. Welcome to everyone's favorite, the group text behind the velvet rope breakdown of everything, reality, plus some other stuff thrown in. So David Yontif. I mean, this is our first show of the new year, Melissa. It is. Hello, my love. Did you make any, uh, any, uh, whatchamacallit resolutions? You know, nothing really just to keep to myself and like, just don't get involved. You know, this is the job. Let's do the job. But other than that, just keep to myself and just keep my nose out of things that don't concern me. You know? Yeah. Mine is always the resolution not to make resolutions. So I don't start the year off by failing. Yeah. Well, good thing I didn't make any diet resolutions because I have just been eating my way through this month. Oh, me too. Me too. But we have so much to talk about. We do. Oh my God. Salt Lake Real Housewives. Okay. Explain what's going on because it's crazy. I was trying to follow it. And when I talked to you, it finally made sense. I mean, listen, it takes a lot to really get me excited these days in the Housewives. Like, haven't we seen it all, Melissa? We have seen it all. But this, I am awake. I am alive. I am here at the Melissa Rivers group text and behind the Velvet Rope crossover. I mean, there was this woman, Monica Garcia in Salt Lake, and she was like, you know, a fan of the show. And she started this troll account. She calls it a snark account. Called, okay, wait, yes. wait, wait. Let's just back up. Because from what I understand is she had this account a long time before getting on Housewives. So was she at least good on Housewives? Was she a good addition to the cast? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. She is on brand and she was only doing Salt Lake. Like it really started just targeting Jen Shaw. Like she's in Salt Lake, you know, when Jen Shaw was up to all of her illegal stuff. And even before that, this account was like, look, this woman is up to no good. It then slowly expanded to the other Salt Lake housewives. So like seasons one and two and three, she was targeting Jen Shaw and these other housewives. And this was completely fake account. Like fake a- not being able to be linked to her at all. Yes, it was called okay. Reality Von Teese after Dita Von Teese, which mind you, I don't even think you know this, Dita Von Teese got involved in this and she is not happy. So oh, that, no. that's a whole nother thing. So it, but then she also, she took it one step further. She befriended Jen Shaw. She got a job as Jen Shaw's assistant. So like, you know, she was just, she was doing drive. So she was reporting on the woman that she was then working for. She claimed she helped put her in jail and that she gave information to the FBI. I don't know if that's all true, but that's what she claimed. So it's like she targeted her had this troll account about her, got a job working for her, gave information to the FBI, apparently put her in jail, and then applied for the show to take Jen Shaw's spot. She technically took the spot that is open because Jen Shaw went to jail. It's oh, like- this is, this is, it's like all about Eve. Right? Yes, it's about, it's all about Eve in Housewives land. I mean- You have to give her credit. And she is on brand, but she does say things like, you know, look, I'm broke. I'm single. I'm divorced. So like she owns her shit. She calls the others elitist. And she's like, you're just all upset that I infiltrated this group. But look, she looks the part. I mean, she is on brand for the show. So but it's crazy, right? Okay, so what what happened is happening because it made the reunion a three parter. 
A three-parter, which, I mean, is just crazy. So, like, she was exposed in the finale, and, I mean, it's the second highest-rated episode of Salt Lake Housewives in history, other than the premiere. So the ratings were huge. I mean, people are comparing the reveal, because, I mean, Heather, one of the cast members, went and gathered all this information and then called the other three original members. I mean, it was Why did she gather all this information? Well, it came to her attention that, you know, I mean, these women hate Reality Vontese, the account, because it's been really saying these awful things about them for four years. So they're all familiar with it. So she, this came to her attention that it was being run by Monica. But the way it was done, she called the other three original cast members down to the beach and just laid it out. She's like, I have something to tell you. Receipts, timeline, proof. And she just revealed, she's like, Monica is reality Vontese. And the other cast members, like their reactions, it was like over the top theater because they were all, they've all been targeted by this account for so long. So it was just like, what? And then they told her later that night at dinner and in the dinner scene, she was like, well, that's not true. It went from that's not true to like, well, that's not entirely true to like, okay. And then they just banished her. They said, get out. You will no longer hang with us. And they just sent her away and she left. But she's on the reunion. She's on the reunion. Well, like, you know, and people are comparing this finale to like Teresa's table flip. Like they're saying like, this is so, I think it's just like the bigger principle of like, how did this happen? How did this, there's think of all the people out there listening to us right now that are running these Bravo accounts. There's a lot of them. So I think it's kind of like a voice for the everyday person. It gives everyone a hope of like, maybe I could be on Housewives one day too. See, I haven't looked at it, but does she sometimes say things that we're all thinking like, yeah oh this is re-. so she's become the vo- the greek chorus she has become the greek chorus and she was really good at it like it was a great account that really targeted these women and but she was also getting information that was like insider information because she was an insider it's so maniacal but brilliant it's just oh brilliant and the long game like seriously long so now you were telling me that there is a possibility that she actually might come back for another season. I mean, I'm so torn on this. Like I read that article about from like the producers and some of the higher ups, like it's kind of like, what do you do? They said they've had 7,000 conversations about this and they're going to have 7,000 more. Cause I mean, housewife ratings are slipping overall. Like the excitement of the audience is down. So do you turn someone away? That was just like a ratings blockbuster or is this like patting someone on the back and saying like we have like a mole in our camp and she's not a mole anymore but how did this happen like it kind of turns casting on its head it turns production on its head right it's kind of like if you have so i don't know what do you think because i'm really torn i'm I'm really torn on one hand it's great on the other hand will the other housewives interact with her because that's what the show really is, is all this interaction between these women. Yes, we follow their lives. We do all this. But the narrative moves forward by the the women talking about it. So are they all going to shut up and clam up and not want to talk in front of her? I don't know. I think I would try a few episodes in the beginning just to see the confrontation. And for all we know, she has dirt on you know monica has information on someone else 
Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, the only thing about them not filming, because they say Lisa Barlow just did an interview where she said, I don't think I can film with her, Heather Gay. I mean, everyone on the Vanderpump Rules cast said they will not film with Tom Sandoval. And we have a new season coming out in like two days and everyone has filmed with him. So you mean to tell me that everyone's going to get a contract and everyone's going to turn their contract down and Monica's going to be the only one saying yes to her contract? You know, they're all going to take the money and they'll be back and they'll have no choice. That's the only thing And I think that like production and corporate and like Andy, I think everyone's like housewives cannot determine casting. Like we will not allow that. So, you know, she's back. So you really don't want to work with her. Then you're turning the job down. That's the only thing that I think it's, but so we have a trader situation, but your new obsession, which I have not watched yet is the show traders. Okay. Explain I tried to watch last season and for whatever reason, I ended up moving on to something else. Okay. Explain traders because when you were trying to do it, I was very confused. So, okay. Start explaining what it is. And it's also hosted by Alan Cumming and it's set in right. And so he has that accent and it's set in like a Scottish castle, although they really stay down the street at a courtyard Marriott, but that's besides the point. (laughs) But, you know, so it's like, it's last season was actually really good. It's reality stars from like Survivor, Big Brother, MTV's The Challenge, someone from Blink Empire, and now there's Housewives on there. So like they come and basically there's three traders. Like the first night you sit and you're blindfolded and Alan Cumming walks around and like if he taps you on the shoulder, you're a traitor. So you kind of want to be a traitor. Like everyone kind of wants to be a traitor. And the traitors have to each week kill off one of the faithfuls, but the faithfuls are trying to figure out who the traitors are, like who's sabotaging the game. So, and then if- Wait, they, do the traitors, do the traitors all know who the other traitors are? Yes. They okay. all, because and, they all meet at the end. And and you, the audience knows who the traitors are as well. Right. They all meet at the end. So wouldn't it be obvious if everybody's like, these people over here, these people over here to meet and talk, they would notice who's missing. Well, that is true. So I don't know the time of the day that this happens. I don't know if it's truly when everyone's in bed, but that is a valid point. But yes, three people go and film a scene by themselves. Correct. And And so, and so they're trying to now put the like onerous on other people for being the traitors because they don't want to be found out. And last year that I couldn't get past the episode where someone was actually buried alive. Like, are the challenges still like that? Where someone's like, I I see, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do that. It'd be all over. That wouldn't be my favorite one. I think I could do it. Like, I think I could do it on a reality show. In real life, if I was buried alive and never knew when someone was coming, at least I knew there would be an out. I think I can do it. Oh, I couldn't do it. Really? So flipped out. So flipped out. Well, then people would accuse you of being a traitor. See, and you would just be an innocent possibly, and you just couldn't do it. But the traitors are sabotaging and they would accuse you of being one. So after you get accused, let's say, and you're innocent, are you off the show? Well, you vote someone out. Like this past week, Larsa Pippen from Miami Housewives got voted out because it's like if you're a traitor, you're trying to throw shade. And then the other people kind of jump in because they don't want to go home. So you almost don't care who goes home unless it's like one of your close friends. So, you know, and the innocent people could guess who the traitor is and then one of the traitors. And then when you get voted off, you then reveal like Larsa has to say, 
you were wrong. I'm an innocent. So, but in, there actually is money to win in the end. Like everyone there does. This isn't like, we're not de- donating it to charity. This oh. is like you, you're fighting for the money yourself. And there's how the, they pull from all these different shows. Like I know there was Kate from below deck Last and people season. like that. But you, this year you said there's a lot of housewives. So that's what happened. Like someone from Survivor, she's a traitor, but Phaedra Parks from Atlanta is also a traitor. So this girl, Poverty from Survivor, she won Survivor. She's one of the best players in Survivor history. She tried to put doubt on all the housewives because it's like Tamara and Sheree and and it was Larsa and Phaedra. And so like they're always together. So she tried to put shade on the housewives, but Phaedra's like, well, you're also now putting shade on me and I'm like a fellow traitor. So Phaedra smacked this girl down like she's never seen before in her life. So that's the thing. There's like fighting between the traitors. It's so, it's just so good, Melissa. <laughs> Who do you think, who's going to win? Who do you think is going to win? Who's Who's got this wired? I think like, well, the, one of the other traitors is Dan Giesling from Big Brother. I think he's going to go far. I think poverty is going to go far. I think Phaedra out of the housewives is going to go far. Camera, I don't think has a chance. And Sheree is a housewife from Atlanta. She just, I don't really under- think she understands what's going on either fully. I, I, I don't know if I could do it. It's, it's a know. whole mind fog. It's a whole mind fog. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to watch and see. Um, some just staying with our housewives theme, girls trip. This episode is sponsored by Via Hemp. Ah, yes, summer, longer days, warmer nights, and the incessant chirping of crickets, reminding you that sleep is a precious commodity. Whether you need to set the mood in the bedroom or just unwind after a day battling the sun, Vaya has your back. Enter their Rest and Recovery Gummies, a magical concoction of passion flower, L-theanine, and cannabinoids designed to lull you into a state of blissful tranquility. With options for both the THC tolerant and the THC shy, Via ensures you'll find your perfect dosage for achieving peak comfort. Via isn't just about taming the sleep monsters. They've got a whole array of gummies to cater to every whim and fancy with or without THC. And... They'll discreetly ship their goodies straight to your doorstep, no matter which of the 50 states you call home. Just sit back, relax, and let Vaya work its magic. So, if you're 21 plus, you can get 15% off a free pack of award-winning gummies with our exclusive code. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code GROUPTEXT to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies. That's ViaHemp.com. V-I-I-A. H-E-M-P dot com. So I have tried their Zen gummies and I got to tell you, they are amazing. I live in a very sort of continual stressed out state from work to being a mom to, well, just life in general. And the Zen gummies have been amazing for me. Head to viahemp.com and use the code GROUPTEXT to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21+. plus. That's viahemp.com, V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. And use the code GROUPTEXT at checkout. Enhance your everyday with Viahemp. Explosion. What happened? Like all sorts of crazy 
With Brandy and Caroline? With Brandy and Caroline, and it accomplishes what girls uh, trip set out to do, but now there's... The traitors that it's really, really a fa- that it, that it's, it it's a failed experiment, girls trip. But tell everyone what is on girls trip because that's there's so much Real Housewives stuff to talk about and crossover with traitors. Anyway, continue. I don't know if girls trip. I mean, look, it. I don't think it's ever going to come back. I just think it's a failed experiment. I, I really do. Like, they had the first season, and it went well. And, like, as the first season was wrapping up. Oh, and by the way, The Traders is the highest-rated show in Peacock history as far as. Really? Like, did, yes. Wow. Either that or, like, the premiere. But it's, oh, and also, as of last night, it has now moved also. The first season is now on NBC. So the season with Kate is now being shown on NBC. So that's a good sign. This is that's huge. A- this is huge. Okay, so we have housewives on. I mean, the power of the housewives. Let's talk about girls' trip. Now, there was major drama. Well, Brandy. So, like, there was always another one in the can. Now, there's no more in the can. The fourth installment, which was really the third installment, but I'll spare you the details. Like, Carolyn Manzo has accused Brandy of like basically sexually assaulting her. She said that you know. They went in the bathroom and Brandy tried to kiss her and Brandy t- tried to stick her hand down her pants. And she's basically claiming like, and so Brandy got sent home. Carolyn left. I imagine Carolyn went into a bedroom and called her lawyer and her lawyer's like, well, if you want to go forward with this, you need to get on a plane. You can't have it both ways. So right. she left. Brandy was sent home. And now this has just been in limbo. This was filmed so long ago. The minute this happened, I said, not that it's all about me being right, Melissa, but well, I we said- we do love that you're right. I mean, I said, we're never going to see this show. I just hope everyone realizes that. And people were like, no, no. And like production costs, of course. But my sources have told me and very reliably that Caroline is in the midst of like arbitrating and all this stuff, although that's not out there, but that's what I've heard from multiple sources. And so- I think it's like, and Brandy has come out and said, and her lawyer has come forward and said, we want to see the footage. Cause like, this is psychological, like torture for Brandy because like this narrative is out there that she did this. She says she has it. So she's saying like, roll tape, like let's watch the season. So now how do you watch a season where like this side is demanding the footage and saying it didn't happen this, right? It's, I don't think we're ever going to see this. And I just don't think, I don't think girls trip is going to continue because I don't think the ratings were that good. And I think Traders, like you said, kind of accomplishes this mashup that we love so much. I think it's a failed experiment, Girls Trip, and it's over. That's my opinion. So I wonder, though, how do you do that? So one saying we want to see the footage. The other side is saying you're not seeing it. It sounds like to me you're going to there'll be a subpoena and they have to actually look at the footage. Yeah. And I mean, it's not out there anywhere that Caroline is pursuing legal action. So I could be wrong, but I have heard from very reliable sources, which I don't know, once you go home and you're saying things and like she won't talk about it, like I think it's obvious what's happening. And Brandy is saying like it's affecting her health and she's been sick over this because like this narrative is out there. And it's just I mean, I mean, I know Brandy like she she has a kind heart and she means well, but yes, she does. Right. She's not a malicious person. No, I don't think she's malicious at all. She's just Brandy. Correct. She's Brandy. And she, and let's also, I mean, also mind you, let me just tell you that now that this has happened in the second season of girls trip, Brandy was also on that, that did air. And there was a Butler on that. 
it was at Dorinda's Bluestone Manor. And that guy is officially suing. Like this isn't, so he's suing because he said like, you know, they, like Brandy was like taking his shirt off and he was married. And so, I mean, this is just a mess. These ladies need to learn to keep their hands to themselves. Seriously. So the other night was the finale of Below Deck Med. How was that? Amazing. Amazing. As always, I'm going to turn you into a Below Deck Ducky or a Yachty if there's the last thing I do. So this whole season has been drama, 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 drama. Like crazy. So... First, we had the two chief stews go at it because one was supposed to be the first. The other, Toomey was supposed to be the lead. She got held up in uh, with a visa issue. So Natalia stepped in, blah, blah. So you've got two strong personalities just doing this. Boom, 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 boom. From the minute they laid eyes on each other, it became <laughs> explosion. Then we had the bosun who had falsified his papers. I mean, this was all in the first couple episodes. So cute one, Luca, steps up, becomes the bosun. You know, Captain Sandy's juggling, 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 juggling. You know, this person's having drama. That person's having drama. So, and then Kyle, who is all drama, shows up because he was supposed to be first, uh, first stew underneath Toomey. And Natalia was just filling in. But Natalia and Kyle uh, have a history. So this was like the boat ready to explode. And explode it did. So there's just too much to catch you up on. So I'm just going to cut right to the finale. So the one girl, Jessica and Luca are hooking up. But then it turns out that Luca is still texting Natalia, who is kind of getting cozy with earlier in the season. So that becomes a whole thing. And then the chef, Chefy, was really good friends with Natalia. So, okay, so in the finale, I know this is a lot. No, I'm like I, taking it all. I feel like I need like a, a chart. So in the finale, we find out that the chef and cute Luca have still both been texting with Natalia. And Sheffy decides, turns out Natalia's where they are, happens to be there in Genoa. Tell Sheffy I'm going to come meet you guys all for a drink, but don't tell anyone. Guess who shows up? Nobody knows. People go bananas. And Luca ends up making out with her. And then Jessica stomps off as she should and Kyle breaks down in tears because that's what he does. And he and Natalia kind of make peace, but not really. And Jessica was supposed to go to Cannes with Luca. Obviously, that didn't happen. So she's now been super betrayed. And there's amazing other characters. And I'm just skipping over all of them. But they were amazing. I mean, like, Laura, this whole season has had an amazing cast. And... It's just a massive explosion, and nobody leaves really happy. I think everyone's a little shell-shocked. And we're going to have a reunion, right? Well, and so last night, right after, sorry, the other night, right after the 
finale aired, they did a special abridged version of Watch What Happens Live with Captain Sandy and Chief Stu Toomey to get their reactions. And I swear to God, Captain Sandy did everything but put her head in her hands and just shake. Like, she's finding out about all this drama as she's watching the show. And Toomey was amazing and says, this is why you don't screw the crew. But, I mean, we had all sorts of deceit and Natalia showing up. I mean, it was action-packed. I can't wait to see what's going to happen on Reunion because I think it's going to get to be almost like a Real Housewives reunion. Listen, Captain Sandy has a wedding to plan. She has no time for this. Yes, I know. I don't know. I mean, it's hard being one of the people getting married. I have a feeling that Leia's doing most of it because she's even, like, redressing Sandy now. Like, really? I, when I saw Sandy at BravoCon, I go, oh, my God, I love your jacket. Who, who's a bi? And she literally turned around, and then Leah told me. It was hilarious. She's hilarious. her stylist. She is her stylist, the whole thing. But I, oh, and Sandy, like, broke her wrist during the season. How this woman did not have a full-fledged nervous breakdown or working on her way to a psychological uh, master's or PhD with the amount of drama that went on amongst this crew. It was amazing. Do we have any like Kate Chastain's or Frazier's? Do we have any breakout stars? Well, we had Kyle, who is back for her second, who is all drama all the time. And he even even calls himself the gossip queen. And I feel like he just stirs the pot, just stirs shit up. And he's going from one person to the next. And then you threw Natalia in there, who was running from one person to the next. It was just, so we have him, Luca. This is his second season. He moved over from another show. He was great. I think he's a big breakup star star and super cute. I think Laura will see again. I think she's a star. And Toomey. Toomey, who was the the chief stew, really did an amazing job and didn't let herself get sucked in to a lot of this. But there was a lot of get your hands out of my face with Natalia. It's just all good. And it was a great finale. So I guess Um, I need to watch Below Deck. Would you just freaking catch up already? Like, I am jealous that I have watched every season from... From episode from season one, episode one, all of the seasons, all the way through to now, I actually have to wait each week to see it. And I don't like that. I'll add that to my list when I'm done with the Traders and the Salt Lake reunion. You know, and- you you lie to me. You've been saying this forever, and I cannot, I, I've just ex- accepted that, you know. I have, I have such, I mean, I've watched it before. It's a, It's a very lovely show. I enjoy it. Oh, you want drama? You There's got drama. Just so- not enough hours in the day, Melissa. There's always time for below deck. That is true. No offense, oh. Captain Sandy. Yeah, there's always time for below deck. Um, also, before we move on, I want to talk a little bit about the Oscar nominations that just Let's came do out. It. Okay, so what was your favorite movie of the year? Let's see if it made best picture. Do you want my honest answer? Yeah. 
here's the thing. Because I watch so much TV, okay, I see no movies ever. You're going to have to kick me out of L.A. Here I am. I'm in Hollywood. I need to leave. I really don't. I did not see Nyad. I didn't even see Barbie. Okay. Okay. I am a gay not man. Many, by the way, not, 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 not many people, not many people saw Nyad. So just so you know. Okay. Best picture, American fiction, anatomy of a fall, Barbie, the holdovers, killers of the flower moon, maestro, Oppenheimer, past lives, poor things, zone of interest. I've seen uh, Barbie, Mastro, and Oppenheimer. I'm dying to see poor things. Everyone says American fiction is genius and that the holdovers is amazing. What's going to win? I think Oppenheimer. I mean, I would think so, right? Yeah, I would think this is the Oppenheimer year. Then for best actor, we have Bradley Cooper, Coleman Domingo, Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy, and Jeffrey Wright. I think this is really a three-person race. Really? Um, Paul Giamatti, I'm going to watch The Holdovers this weekend, is supposed it's to be supposed to wonderful. be great. Cillian Murphy is riding the Oppenheimer train, and he was amazing. But Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction, they say it's the performance of a lifetime. Really? So I think it's going to be Cillian Murphy. That's what I would I, think. That's what I think. Okay, then we also, for actors, we have Annette Benning. There you go, Nyad. Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Hewler, Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan, Mastro. Emma Stone, Poor Things. If Carrie Mulligan does not win, I will be shocked. Really? I will be shocked. I think it's going to be Lily Gladstone. Who's been winning the other awards, like the Golden Globe? Lily Gladstone. Okay. And deservedly so. But I think in head-to-head, like this, even though it's been like this all season, I think with the Academy, Carrie Mulligan's performance is the performance of a lifetime. Really? Okay. Okay. So, and Annette Bank. So, then for uh, supporting, oh, yeah, supporting actor, you've got Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro, Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Gosling, and Mark Ruffalo. I think Robert Downey Jr., when you see this again, just when you think he can't do another beyond brilliant performance. And he won he the hits, Golden Globe. He hit this one so far out of the park. I don't know how anyone could possibly catch him. Huh. Okay, well, he, he won the Golden Globe. Yes. Uh, Emily Blunt for a supporting actress. Emily Blunt, Danielle Brooks, America Ferreira, Jodie Foster, and Divine Joy Randolph. Divine's the one that won the Golden Globe. Yeah. Emily Blunt is amazing, and the Academy loves her. And it's like a comeback for Jodie Foster. It, doesn't she have enough awards? Now, I love me some Jodie Foster. Do not get yes. me wrong. I like to see Danielle Brooks there. That's you watch Orange is the New Black. It was such yes. a great show. Yes. I like it, the little Danielle Brooks. What what I think is so amazing is how many great performances there were this year. I mean, truly performances of a lifetime. Um, you know me, and I'll be doing all my crazy Oscar coverage like I always do. Well, you were just everywhere. You were on the Sherry Shepard show. 
You know, I all of a sudden I turn around and I'm like, Melissa, you are like commenting on every award show. You've been busy. Yep. I've been very busy and I did sort of a long form interview with people that they keep cutting up into smaller bite-sized pieces. Yes, they do. You know what? I am not complaining. I am happy to be the award show, you know, Greek chorus and and I I am not I have found a way now to say what I think is worse dressed in a way that's softer and gentler. And I, I call it now a head scratcher. Okay. Well, who did you give your a head scratcher to out oh, of the God. girls and the guys? Well, I, hope, I, ha- I hope you're giving a lot of props to my Timothy Chalamet. He wore a shirt. That's, wore I think that's what I saw. Yours. Shirt. Listen, he wore a shirt. That's all I care about. Okay, first of all, Timothy Chalamet never needs to wear a shirt. Let's just start yes, he with does. That. The only two people who don't have to wear a shirt to an award show I are heard. Lenny Kravitz and Harry Styles. Everyone else put on a fucking shirt. I saw you talking about Lenny Kravitz. I would agree that one look of Lenny Kravitz's. I don't know what award show it was, but like almost like the bell bottoms and all black with like that set. That was like. I mean, could it be any better? Could it be any better? Right? No, it's of course. Well, that's it for this month. But you are in LA. So we're going to be doing this together next month. I'm coming. I'm coming. I mean, I'm here, but I'm coming to your house to do this in person. But you don't get to comment on the house. What what could be wrong? I mean, you've been in the house now. You haven't moved, right? Because then you were moving for a period there. So Yeah, no, I'm in this house. I love it. My office is really pretty, which I love. But we have this because this is more important up in my office. (laughs) I'm glad I spent so much time and energy decorating my office that nobody ever sees. Listen, you're like, you're with the branding. I just put up this wallpaper behind me. I, I, I should get branding like that. I need to get you a group text mug. Uh, you get me one of those and I'll send you a behind the velvet rope mug. Believe it or not, I have them and I used to only drink out of it, but I need to start going back to that again. Well, we'll do a, a mug swap. swap. David, I love you. I can't wait to see you next month. And we're going to have so much to discuss because... OG below deck with a new cast is coming back. And we will have, okay, well, I'm excited for you for that. And, and I'll get excited. We're going to have the Miami Housewives reunion and Beverly Hills reunion is going to film between now and then too. So we're going to have a lot to cover. And traitors now. And I assume we'll know if Monica Garcia is coming back. Oh, so much good stuff. David, I love you. Thank you so much. Love you much. Bye. Media Production.